your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Football Victory Friday presented by Abundance Energy as we uh, break down uh, Texas Tech and uh, TCU from last night. Battle for the saddle. Got the saddle back. Not sure we got a horse to put it on, but you got the saddle back. I don't know that the does. Do we usually put this saddle on a horse? No, I think we. Or does it just display? I think it's. I think it's for display. But I mean, you know, we we got to get us. We got to get us a a horse that can stay healthy. It's just you know we we need we may we need may need to kind of take a look at that Centennial Champion was a was a scratch and then they were going to have a. A fill-in horse, and they and they scratched him too, and so they went with, you know, the uh, the Harley leading out the football team. Yeah, a little disappointing. Yeah, it was disappointing. I mean, stuff happens, I guess. Yeah, I guess. You know, just you know, it's you know, you're going to have those those last-minute scratches, you know, from your from your lineup, and that was the mm-hmm. that was the case. What um, and somebody has posted this, and I have been I have been attempting to do a, uh, to do this, and I have not been able to. I guess get connected good enough to be able to post it. But what did you think of the drone show? No, it's pretty cool. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, really cool. I thought it was. I thought it was awesome. I got a really cool. Like a couple little facts and figures on the drone show for you. There were three hundred drone shows. Three hundred drones. Okay. I made that up. And the company that um, that did that. Uh, there's a lot of people behind the scenes, but basically, it's one guy piloting the drones. That's crazy. It is crazy. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. And then one of the guys from that company uh, is a Texas Tech grad. So there you go. So you had had a lot of connections there, but I, I, I thought that was. At first, I thought. At first, I thought, you know, did they do something with when the with the construction to make something kind of rise up like that? You know, uh, when I first when I saw the first thing, I thought, oh man, that's they spent an awful lot of time to make that happen. But then I realized, ah, Bach, it was the drones. Mm-hmm. It was the drones. That was really cool. Uh, what did you think of the um, possum? Not too much. Well, you know the thing—the thing that was the most amazing to me about the possum is how obsessed people are with it. Well, okay, that, but it really was the fact that you had a possum catcher thing, yeah, that you just pulled out of your hat. I mean, where, who? I, I'll tip my hat to tech. Look like they were prepared athletics. and ready for the moment. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like, man, what in the world? You all of a sudden you just you came up with this possum catcher. Like it was like, who who has one of those in their in their arsenal, especially with, you know, all the construction going on, because, you know, I would think that if you've got a possum catcher, you've probably got it in the closet somewhere and, and you got to call down to Mac. Hey, yeah. Mac, you know, can you, where's that possum catcher thing? Ah, put it up because I didn't think we we're going to need it, you know, and then, well, then Bob's the got to go get the, the key to the possum closet. Well, apparently that closet's close to the surface because they were. Yeah, they were right there. Very, pretty quick to get yeah, it. Yeah, right there, Johnny on the spot. Uh, Paul says the uh, B-1 bombers flew right over us in Section 118. Yes, yes. Yeah, they were cool. They were cool and, and noisy, and and uh, he said awesome atmosphere there uh, last night. I, I agree. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was really cool. And Bullfighter weighs in that the drone show was was awesome. I I completely agree. And he's he's posted a picture of uh, of Raider Red. He got a better picture of Raider Red than I did, but I got a, a really good picture of the 
state of Texas with the red, white, and blue, and then the double mm-hmm. T inside the the state of Texas outline. So I thought it was really I thought it was really good. Um, you know, we we talked about this last night on the double T ninety seven three Coors Light post game show here at the Overton. Which, by the way, if you were here last night, man, it was. It was a bit of a rager last night. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, people were, you know, thrilled with the outcome and things like that. In fact, I left here at midnight, and uh, there was not a guitar sitting next to our table last night. So I'm not sure what happened after midnight, um, but whoever was playing the guitar set it down and left it. Chuck, we need to invest you, in you getting some glasses. Why? Because was that there last night? That was there when last you left? night. Okay, well then. That was there the whole time last night. It was? Yeah. Okay, well, well I missed it. That See, was, I was from sitting... the guitar player that was playing before we got started last night. I got you. I got you. I got you. I was, I was, I'm sitting in a different chair this morning than I was last night, so. Right, the chair you're probably sitting in has your back to the guitar, so the chair the right. that, or Jamie yeah. is sitting, if I had to guess, is the one facing yeah. the guitar, which yeah. is where you were sitting last night. Yeah, so I just, I, I missed it. I new missed glasses it last time. Night. Yeah, new glasses time. Uh, somebody says this: the possum catcher was meant for the coyotes. Oh, okay. So uh, it's, a mu- it's a multi-purpose catcher. <laughs> it's a multi-purpose catcher. Uh, then somebody else weighs in and says they had it for the foxes that were there for a few years back. Again, I'm just impressed with the fact that you know Johnny on the spot. They knew exactly where it was. It's like mm-hmm. boom, there it is, mm-hmm. and they were able to to run it down and capture it. And the possum didn't play possum anymore he was he was uh, escorted out of the uh, out of the stadium but anyway we were talking last night and somebody weighed in this morning and you already agreed with him but you know i know koi Aiken had eight catches for 78 yards but goodness gracious xavier white was tremendous last night he had he had five catches 71 yards and 60 yards after the catch and, and coach joy mcguire talked about that after the game last night about the yards after the catches uh, for the Red Raiders. Aiken had uh, 39, White had 60, and then Miles Price had, had 29. But speak to what your thoughts were on X last night. Well, I just feel like he does a better job of getting open. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen a, a struggle this year with uh, receivers creating separation, but he seems to do a better job than most. I feel like he's got a burst after the catch, and I think he's your best blocker on the perimeter mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I think that's been a huge problem for this team also. One of the reasons why everybody um, has complained about the wide receiver screens is because you're not a great blocking team as a wide receiver group, and that's sad because you used to be great at that, Um, and you're not as much anymore. Well, I I think uh, Xavier White does a better job than most out there as well, so I'd like to see him on the field more. One one other thing that Coach McGuire said last night after the game in his comments was that he felt like uh, the, the receivers were, because of Baron Morton uh, and his performance, he felt like that the receivers are going to take off with a healthy uh, Baron Morton. Um, so we'll see. But uh, he, he did. He was very uh, um, praiseworthy of, of uh, Xavier White last night and, and the yards after the catch. Um, he, he felt like his team defensively, uh, had their best tackling performance um, of the year. Um, acknowledged that giving up 352 yards on 52 passes is too much, but also felt like that they did a good job of tackling and, and then cited the fact that TC only had 82 net yards rushing on 26 uh, carries. Yeah, did a good job stopping the run, made them a one-dimensional team, which I, I felt like was something that you needed 
to do, and and I would bet close to a hundred of those yards uh, came in the last two drives when you're up fourteen in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Um, so they're, you know, at that point they're kind of playing a little bit looser and trying to keep everything in front of you, which I thought you did a good job. You forced that touchdown drive to make it 28 for TCU to take more than five minutes, which, you know, uh, you'd love to get get them off the field, but at the same time they were able to score, but they didn't do it quickly. I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. Uh, So that was where some of the yards were racked up there uh, when it was a 14-point game in the fourth quarter. You're exactly right. They were 16-22 passing in the fourth quarter for 108 yards. And uh, they they ran 33 offensive plays in the fourth quarter. Texas Tech ran 11. Of course, they had that big interception the Red Raiders did that that basically ended the game there and, and, you know, put you in a a good spot. Uh, Who knows what, what happens if you don't get that. Yeah, because it looked like they were getting ready to go down there and potentially tie the game. I wonder. Here's what. Here's the question I, I had going through my mind as they were once they crossed the fifty. I was like, does Sonny Dykes have a play dialed up that he would go for two? Yeah, I would have guessed no, but you never know. Maybe you never, you never know. Mm-hmm. He damn near pulled the ox out of the ditch last night, Jamie, but he didn't. Yeah, he had some work to do still. <laughs> that. The ox stayed in the ditch, which was well. It felt like at twenty to seven at halftime, and you having the ball that the ox was in the ditch. Yes, right, right. But yeah. you're right; he almost pulled it back. He almost out. pulled it back out. Red Raiders win it last night, thirty-five to twenty-eight. We'll uh, keep kicking it around this morning. We'll get to the other Big Twelve games as well. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety-seven-three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Football Friday presented by Abundance Energy. We're here at the Overton Hotel and Conference Center this morning. It is, it is quiet this morning. <laughs> Last night it was uh, it was a lot of fun. So if you have not uh, been here after a football game, you got one more uh, when Central Florida comes to town on November the 18th, and that uh, game yet has uh, not been announced. The time for that game. In fact, uh, your game next Saturday against Kansas has has yet to be announced. Um, and I don't. I don't have a, any kind of guess at all. My guess is that if you're talking to the Texas Tech folks and Joey McGuire, they'd love to have an 11 a.m. kickoff because that's, you know, gets you in and out of town and maybe takes the, the home crowd out of it a little bit just because of the 11 a.m. nature of things. But um, some of that might depend on what Kansas does tomorrow. They play uh, in Ames and they take on uh, Iowa State. Uh, Kansas is six and two. Iowa State is is five and three, and Iowa State is favored uh, in this game. Jamie, they're favored by by two and a half. And of course, KU coming off of the win over Oklahoma last week. So I don't know. There there could be a little bit of a letdown for them, you know, because they're not used to winning per se or winning big games, um, having to go on the road. And Iowa State, I I think Iowa State seems like they're better than what we thought they were going to be going into the season. Yeah, I would. I want to agree with you, Chuck. I mean, obviously the record shows that they're better than Mm -hmm. we expected. We didn't expect them to be there. Uh, This conference is just really weird. I don't look at them and watch them play and think, hey, this is a world beater. This is a team that, Mm -hmm. you know, should be in the conversation for making to a Big 12 championship game. But they are somehow. And, I I mean, I continue to say this. I I just think the conference is really not good this year. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, when you look, but, but give credit to teams like them or, or mm-hmm. Kansas, who they're playing, or mm-hmm. um, whoever that's that's hanging around. And we even saw Kansas State play pretty poorly for a stretch there, and yeah. then now they've turned it around. I mean, they're they're hanging around and and kind of figuring it out, right? Um, and and finding ways to win. So yeah. give them credit for it. And it also makes you even a little bit more disgusted, you know, with what's going on with Here. the Red Raiders because yeah. you feel like, man, um, even if you, this isn't your best team ever, just, you know, you feel like if you hadn't just fallen apart offensively that at times that you'd have had a chance to have been in that conversation too. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially with the regard conference to is kind of there for the taking. Especially with you know when you look at the West Virginia game, and you'd, you'd obviously you'd love to have that game back, and I think you'd love to have the the BYU back game back with a healthy Baron Morton, but you, you can't always do that. The the West Virginia game you'd like to have back for a couple of plays. Run run the ball, Just yeah. run run the damn ball, and you might you might not be in this predicament that you're in right now. But, you know, when you look at the conference, Oklahoma's 4-1, and one, so is Iowa State, so is Oklahoma State, so is Texas, so is Kansas State. Then KU is 3-2, and two, so is West Virginia. And so what you're, what you're going to have this, this weekend is I, I think you're, this is a separation weekend for the Big 12 because <laughs> you're going to have two games with both teams ranked in the top 25. And we may not see this for quite some time, given what the, the new Big 12 is going to look like next year, right? Where you have two games where both teams are in the top twenty-five? Yeah, maybe not. You know, yeah. so mm-hmm. you have. Um, I'd like to think we will, but I, I really, it's probably not super likely. Uh, K State is ranked twenty-third. They're at number seven, Texas. Uh, K State is uh, is not favored in this game. Texas favored by three and a half. And then the last Bedlam game for quite some time, foreseeable future, uh, will be in Stillwater. Why and why this game wasn't played when it normally is you know the last game of the season is i i think that's a, a big miss by the big 12 uh number 22 oklahoma state plays host to number nine oklahoma do you see a split here in 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 these two games or do you think that we're going to see some surprises here with uh with k-state and maybe oklahoma state um i what do you mean by do i see a split a split like like Texas wins at home over K State and Oklahoma wins on the road at Oklahoma State, where the home team doesn't win. That's that's, okay. that's what I meant by the split. Okay. Well, I th- I think, man, I think Texas will win. I think Oklahoma will win, but I wouldn't be certain of either one of them. You know, if you have the goal of keeping one or both of them out of the out of the Big Twelve, then you need to root for the two state schools. Big Twelve uh, championship game. Yeah, Big Twelve championship game. Yeah, because. We don't have to root for them to be kept out of the Big 12. They're, yeah, they're, they're going, going to be. They're going, yeah. yes. They're going, yes. They did that on their own. Sure, sure. Uh, the the other game of interest, and it's only because it's your next opponent, is is the number 21 uh, Kansas Jayhawks playing at uh, Iowa State. And as well, I said. I think it's a reason to be a game of interest because, I mean, those are two teams near the top that are kind of hanging around there mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I feel like these two Games that we've we've touched on here are like semifinals games for the Big Twelve championship game. Yeah. Um, but whoever wins Kansas and Iowa State's reaping the benefits as well. They're just gonna that's gonna keep them in the mix. And and then in uh, Morgantown, somebody's gonna get bowl eligible, uh, either BYU or West Virginia. Um, and some Iowa State has a chance to get bowl eligible tomorrow. K State already is. Texas already is. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, 
So um, you could have, you know, you'll have at least one more team become bowl eligible uh, tomorrow, either BYU or West Virginia, because there won't be a tie. And then maybe uh, maybe Iowa State does as well. So it, it, it's going to be an interesting day in the Big 12 um, tomorrow. You know, when you when you kind of look at it, that K-State game is at 11. That probably plays well for them, you know, to, to have to go to Texas and then get to play at 11. Uh, Bedlam will be Bedlam, you know, and uh, I'm sure there will be a lot of juice flowed uh, there between those two two schools, you know, and in and, and the stands as well. I'm sure that's a I'm sure that's a tough ticket as well. Uh, this from Paul this morning. Um, he writes in off the Yates Flooring Center chat line through the Double T 97 through mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Taj Brooks was a wrecking ball. He was used as a wrecking ball last night. I wonder how sore he is this morning. And, and one of the things that Coach McGuire said almost, almost right away, and he said this right after the game, uh, on Double T 97.3, and then he said it to the media as well yesterday, that he was really um, glad and he thought that his his offensive coordinator, Zach Kitley, and the, and the quarterback, Baron Morton, that they all did a good job of, of sticking with the running game and and keeping pounding the football and not giving up on it. And and that proved to be pretty fruitful for the Red Raiders. Yeah, I think you got away from it a little bit in that third quarter, but uh, you definitely got back to it in the fourth, so that was nice to see. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech, uh, on the night, had um, 42 rushes net for 146 yards, and all those really going to, to Taj Brooks because Baron Morton was sacked a couple of times, although one, he was running out of bounds, and one, he was truly sacked. And then... Cameron Valdez toted the ball three times for seven. And so there was a you know, some negative yards and then Taj gets basically all the all the yards rushing. Here you go. Taj left, Taj right, Taj up the middle, you know, and thirty thirty one carries. Let I don't him, think any let of him us go. are mad about that. Yeah. So that was that was really that was really good uh, for him. Then uh, the other guy that got to uh, get back in the lineup in addition to Baron Morton uh, defensively was was Jacob Rodriguez. And Coach McGuire talked about the. He felt like the linebackers had great rotation last night, yeah. and he said that Rodriguez made a, a big tackle at the end of the game, and then he felt like that Miles Cole played really well last night as well. Yeah, with no Steve Linton last night. He needed one of those edge rushers to step up, and it looked like Cole was more active than he had been. Here's the note on Steve Linton. Uh, apparently, late in the week, his back locked up on him. They call it a back strain. They worked right up until game time to try to to unlock it or loosen it up and there was even some thought when they were down on the field this is according to coach mcguire after the game that it, he could play on third down but they elected not to but they okay. but he feels like that he'll be available this next week against um, kansas so okay. that's good that's good news the other thing last night were no bad snaps that really helped your offense it definitely doesn't help when you're, you're having to look down. So, you yeah, know, that was good. Yeah, the old gotchas. So uh, it was really good. And somebody off the Yates Swing Center chat line speaking right back to me. I'm glad we switched centers. No bad low snaps. So apparently um, Rusty Stats has a bad elbow that's been causing him a problem. So put him at right guard. Let somebody else hike that thing and uh, prove to be uh, good for you. All right. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Victory Football Friday, presented by Abundance Energy. We are here this morning at the friendly confines of the Overton Hotel and Conference Center. 
We are here generally uh, every Friday before home games. Not generally. We are here every Friday before home games. But there's no home game tomorrow because we had the home game last night. So we thought that we would spend it here this morning. And we are on location, Jamie and I, uh, here in the uh, the bar where last night was uh, quite the scene with uh, the Red Raiders uh, taking down the TCU Horn Frogs. And uh, they win it. They don't win it going away, but they win it uh, 35 to 20. Man, I had an obnoxious set of TCU fans sitting right behind me. This one guy, he screamed. He would yell, Blitz! I mean, it was just, it was, my ears are still ringing from this guy. Now ours are. Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. and I, I turned around and looked at him a couple of times, and the lucky lady just, she said, just leave them alone, they're drunk. And one, one guy was like a grandpa sitting right behind me. He looked to be about my age. I think I could have taken him. What uh, are we doing? Man, I, 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 I wanted to just, I wanted to just shove it right back in their face after we won last night, but I didn't. I was the bigger man because I thought, you know, I don't want to get popped in the face, and I don't want to come in here with a bruise. I thought you said eye. you could have taken him. Though. The grandpa, I could have taken the guy right oh, behind me oh, in the purple, okay. purple, and he was. I think his, I think his grandson was with him, and he, and he was kind of bombed and. There was a Red Raider kind of behind me, and he was, he was just kind of sitting quietly. And then the, then the other, mm. all Red Raiders sit blank, quietly. All TCU blank, fans blank, get bombed. Blank, blank job that was. I mean, it just it, it worked me up. It worked me up last night. Okay. And I really wanted I really wanted to tell him to shut his pie hole and and even more. I wanted to call him names and things like that, but I didn't. I didn't. But man, uh, he got what he. He got what was coming to him, buddy boy, because he had to walk out of there with a loss. And we got the saddle, and we're we're better off for it. So, <laughs> um, man, I just thought I thought offensively last night with it. You just it's it's a the difference in terms of a freshman quarterback and a a seasoned quarterback or somebody that's done it before was just laid out right in front of us last night. And Baron Morton, you know, Coach McGuire had said. On Monday, and he had said on Tuesday during his coach's show, and he said, he looked at it last night, and he he did look comfortable, he did look healthy, he looked much much better than he did in a couple of other games that we've seen him in. Yeah, completing a high percentage of passes, twenty eight for thirty six, um, didn't put you in situations where it felt like he was forcing the ball. Um, you, you know, Chuck, I gotta be honest with you, and I may be the only one that felt this way. You know, you had talked about earlier, um, going back a couple games when when he was playing, like heading into Kansas State, mm-hmm. or so looking back at Baylor or uh, Houston, and you had felt like his didn't look like he had the arm strength, and I felt like he had zip on the ball. I felt like last night was the first time I felt like he didn't have the zip on the ball. Oh, really? Because I thought like that one that he threw downfield, it looked pretty good. I mean, think about the throw to Jaron Bradley that lands five or six yards behind him. I mean, every deep pass to the outside came up short, mm-hmm. or almost every one. Um, I felt like even on the touchdown pass to Miles Price, the ball just hung forever. You know, I, I just felt like I felt like he it looked like he had less zip, like his arm was still really bothered, like he's nowhere near 100%. Because I know he's got a strong arm. Yeah. I just it just looked to me, but he was accurate with his passes, so he may not have the zip on it, but he was still accurate mm-hmm. with his passes, and he made good decisions. So I'm not criticizing him. I mean, I feel yeah. like he he fought through it and did what he needed to do, found a way to win. 
um, and found a way to to move his team up and down the field. So I, I was really happy with with his game last night. I talked to his dad after the ball game outside the football building. Of course you did. <laughs> and I saw him. I said, "Hey, coach," and uh, we we talked a little bit. And, I, and uh, of course you he, did. I said. Uh, he said he's got room for improvement is what he said. And I said, man, I said, I thought he played. Well, I said, does it, does it scare you when he takes off and runs like that? He goes, no. He goes, no, I trust him. He, I trust him. Do you talk to the parents whose kids don't play well? Do you tell them, I hey, <laughs> I didn't think he played very well tonight? Well, I don't know all the parents, okay? I don't know all of them. But, I mean, I just so, – so I just happened to – I've just, just been on this role. One. I just happened to – I've just been on this role where I happened to, to see people in, in the I right spot. <laughs> in this, in the, I mean, like, you know, Donovan Smith's mom, Barron's mom after one game, now Barron's dad, Taj Brooks's dad. Dad, Matt Gardner, you know, Tim Tadlock. Matt, Matt, you know, right. All the. <laughs> guess who was guess who was in behind me in line at the at the concession stand last night? Uh, Adolis Garcia. Kyla Freelon. Okay. <laughs> and I said, hey, we, and we talked. You know, we had conversation. Well, of course, you did. <laughs> I met her friend Zach, and we had we had good conversation, you know. <laughs> so you know, it was that was that was that was that was fun last night. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, ever, ever I'm sorry, you know, I just happened to I just happened to Don't meet people, sorry. run run people, run into people. They, they want they and a lot of times people want to talk, Jamie. They do. They want it. They do. They want it. They want to talk <laughs> to you. To, yeah, or yeah, yeah. For yeah. the most part, for the most part. Um, what one of the things that that and he he has been he he has said this repeatedly. Um, but he he talked about this last night. He said that they'd had a really good week of practice, and he had told his his team. He said, you know, when you when you have good practices, um, that basically the reward is winning. And he said, when you practice well, you should expect to play well, and the reward is winning. And he said, he said last night that they were going to practice harder uh, for the Kansas game because he feels like his team plays better. He, they they are a practice first team. He does not necessarily he does not believe in you know this you know turn on the lights and and um, he's a game time player so to speak. He they believe in hard work. They believe in practice. They believe in getting things along those lines. So. He he felt like that that they were rewarded for their uh, for their winning last night by how they how they practiced. He was also not happy with the the pre snap penalties. He said we got to clean those things up. Yeah, that he, was really disappointing. He said he said that in the two that were on third down, which made it like third and longer. It was like third and four, some third and nine, or something along those lines. He said it keeps them from being aggressive on fourth down. Man, I just soon you get a first down on third down, so we don't have to worry about fourth down. So. Then there were some other penalties. Well, be better on first down because you weren't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's the other part of what Barron did well last night. I mean, you were in third and eight and third and seven a bunch, mm-hmm. and you still were able to move the chains. Yeah. Uh, and then with regard to the uh, interceptions last night, there were two, and uh, Dadrian Taylor, Taylor Demerson, he could have had a couple of more. He said he's, he's told the defensive backs, catch the ones that they throw to you. <laughs> Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. And so, catch the we, ones they don't throw to you as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, I mean, you're allowed to run over and go snipe one. Yeah. Uh, I did not stick around for uh, Baron Morton. Although I saw him, I talked to him, I said hello to him uh, in the football building as I was leaving last night. But apparently he admitted in post game he's only about 75 to 80%, but he came up clutch. Yeah. 
Uh, did Chuck bump into Nolan Ryan? The guys on TikTok said Nolan was in town. No, mm-hmm. I did not. I was not alerted to that. But did I, you bump into the possum who appeared to be uh-uh. the biggest star from last night? Uh-uh. uh-uh. No? Uh-uh. Nor the possum catcher. Okay. Okay. No. I barely said. My wife was like, look, I was trying to find the possum because I was, I, I don't know, I was distracted by something else. And I did finally, you get a picture of the possum? I did not get a picture oh, of the possum. Oh, man. I got, I got some good pictures last night, though. Um, let's see. Chuck, it's not a role. It's called not having any self-control. Uh, <laughs> that's what you guys depend on for me. Do, do we really? I think so. Okay. 725, Jamie's question of the day is next. We do have a theme going on this morning. Apparently... Did, I didn't know what it was, but I figured it was something. But somebody's caught on the fact this is George Jones and, you know, possum kind of music is what we've got here this morning. Possum country music. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. All right, I'm going to go with a pretty simple one here, Chuck. <laughs> That's good. I, I need yeah. something simple this yeah, morning. Yeah, we do, man. We do. Uh, just the the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs of the season. Mm-hmm. We've kind of gone back and forth on this one. So uh, you got three games left. Mm-hmm. You need to win two to make a bowl game. Mm-hmm. A scale of one to ten, what's your confidence level that Tech plays in a bowl game? I'm going to move that up to seven. Okay. Seven. All right. Can I get some of his coffee? <laughs> seven. Seven. I mean, seven. Okay. I'm going to move it up to seven. Jeff? I mean, if we're having, if we're, so much has to be assumed right now. And with this football team, you can't assume anything. Um, you have to assume some Baron Morton health. You got to assume that you're, your offense is, it has turned a corner, but every time we say that, they go back. Um, they haven't played. You, you think that they can play good on the road, and they forget how to play good on the road, and you've got another big test coming up this week. Or I should say next week. Uh, I'm at like a three and a half, four tops. Wow. Oh, man. He went 3.5, which, <laughs> I mean, we can't. Where are you? It's unfair. Uh, I'll go uh, Chuck man why do I ask questions that I don't really want to answer <laughs> I don't know it's, um, this, is, this is your, your I'm gonna question go, I'm going to go with the three three yeah I think you can beat UCF but I, I think it's we just haven't seen this team play well enough on the road. Mm-hmm. No, I, understand. I don't think Kansas is a world beater by any stretch of the imagination. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're good. I think they're solid. Um, I, we just we haven't seen this team put it together on the road, really. I mean, I yeah. guess besides the Baylor game, right? Yeah. Which, I mean, really was one of your most complete games of the season, but they've proven to not be great. I think I'm at a three. Okay. Uh, your thoughts, comments, the eighth flooring center chat line. Go to the Double T ninety seven three mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. We're here at the Overton Hotel and Conference Center this morning. Come by and get some breakfast. I think I am going to order some bacon here in just a few minutes. 
Just bacon. Just bacon. I, well, I'm just, still kind of full from. I had a piece of pizza last night. I had chicken strips at the ball game. I'm, I'm at a couple of Coors Lights. I've had a couple of cups of coffee. So, but bacon sounds good for some reason. Maybe some sausage too. Does bacon know, maybe, ever not sound good? Yeah. Right. Like in the history of ever, if someone ever asked you mm-hmm. if you wanted more bacon and you said no. I think the bacon here is pretty good. Uh, confidence level is five. We'll know after next Saturday. Um, we get this. No bowl for this team. Uh, this The offense may have turned a corner unless it's on an important third and four. Hor- horrible play. Okay. Um, this, Jeff, you're the man with the George Jones old possum theme. My dad loved him, and this morning's music takes me back to childhood. Oh, that's I mean, cool. I, and I have to beg my forgiveness on this. I, I did not, I did not know. Um, uh, that, you didn't know his nickname uh, was the Possum. Yeah, and it's fine. Yeah. You could tell when you were trying to describe it as Possum music. Yeah, yeah. We figured that out. Yeah, right. So I did. I just. I just didn't. I just didn't know that. that, that I was also the, didn't the, figure that you or Jamie would have known, but I knew the chat line would help out. Yeah. Right. No, you were. I'm You're offended. Right. I'm offended. <clears throat> uh, this country fan. this like from Garrett all. Luff. This from Garrett Luff this morning on my communique. Chuck's got way more energy than me this morning. Impressive. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I got up and here I am and I'm ready to go. I got a cup of coffee in me, and I wasn't patient enough for the lucky lady's coffee to get made, so I'd made my own one of the in the Keurig cup because it was still problem. It was still percolating. Come on, lucky lady, <laughs> what's your deal? We have high school. What are we doing here? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> did you yell that this morning? What are we doing? I, I did not. I did not. I was just like, I was like, come on, coffee pot. But then I'm like, okay, to hell with it. I made myself my own Keurig cup. Okay. Uh, it's exciting. Friendship high school football for you tonight uh, as they take on San Angelo Central down in uh, San Angelo. 7 o'clock, uh, the kick, 6.30, the broadcast time here on Double T 97.3. And then uh, we'll have uh, Lubbock Cooper uh, football as well for you tonight. They're on the road. They're in the other direction. They're going north to Amarillo. Take on Caprock. <laughs> and, and we'll have that for you at 630. Well, if we're going to have the George Jones kind of thing, then we got to, you know, Amarillo, you know. Uh, <laughs> 7 o'clock will be the kick tonight uh, on 100.7, the score. On, uh, on, uh, on, on that station, so we'll look for that. Um, let's see. Uh, wins make everything better. Great way to start a weekend. Chuck, we love you. I, they misspelled it. They said church, but I'm going to say Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> church, we love you. I don't think that. <laughs> they might love church, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, Chuck, you hinted during the postgame show that you may just keep rolling until the show this morning. Did you ever make it home? I did. I thought about it. I thought about it. Would have been a great story to tell this morning. I thought about it. If I'd have walked in and found you asleep under the table, that would have been awesome. (laughs) That would have been awesome. But instead, I found Garrett Luff's wallet. You found Garrett Luff's wallet. Right. That's a shocker. Uh, Hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Uh, With the extra days of rest that Morton will get, I'm with Chuck. I think a seven to eight if Morton stays healthy. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I count on that. What? No, I mean, but I, I don't think you can plan on him being not healthy, though, Jeff. Yeah, I, I, I'm not worried about him not being healthy. I'm just worried about, uh, I'm just, I, Kansas is a good football team, and you haven't played well on the road. That's all I'm worried about. I'm just, I'm just telling you. <laughs> and that's the swing game here, right? That's the decider. If you think, yes. yeah, we can yeah. beat UCF at yes. home, when we, yes. and we probably yes. can't, or can't, probably won't win in Austin. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, can you win on the road at Kansas? And I think you can. That's the swing. Oh, I think you can. It's a question of will you? Yeah. I mean, as we sit here right now, you're going to pick the Red Raiders? Honestly? Next week? Yes. I want to see what they do tomorrow. Because I think they're going to lose tomorrow in Ames. That would be typical KU football. You have the big win, throw the goalposts in the lake, then the next week lose. Well, would that be a big win winning at Ames? No, but I just think that they're, they're, gonna, are they're gonna, gonna play down, down their gold. No, they're gonna play down to their they're gonna they're 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 gonna lay an egg tomorrow. They're gonna lay a Jayhawk egg tomorrow. Okay. So that means they'll be motivated for the Red Raiders. Motivated, yeah, but we might be motivated too. You'd like to think so. I don't know if we're gonna pick that game next week. No, we'll pick it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd tell you right now, I would pick KU. I probably would too. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Today from the Overton Hotel and Conference Center, it's a Victory Football Friday presented by Abundance Energy as our uh, mobile studio from uh, First United Bank is, uh, is here as well with Jamie Lint and uh, Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We're obviously talking a lot about uh, the Texas Tech game last night. As the Red Raiders took down TCU 35-28. to 28. If uh, you're looking for a spot to have a little breakfast this morning, the, the omelet was outstanding. The Very coffee, good. Coffee's hot. Very good. The bacon was, was extremely good as well. So uh, if you're uh, <clears throat> looking for a little spot to maybe have a little meeting this morning uh, with uh, some of your compadres, come on over here to the Overton Hotel and Conference Center. They can, they can hook you up. Um, so the Cowboys play on uh, Sunday. They'll take on the Philadelphia Eagles. And do you think, by and large, people expect the Cowboys to lose this game? Yes. Yeah. Um, and do you think do you think you'll evaluate the Cowboys based more upon how they play? Like Cowboys are five and two. Eagles are seven and one. Eagles are favored by three. So like. You know the, what the way that they played in San Francisco was horrific. They've they've bounced back from that. They've gotten a couple of wins, you know. And is it more kind of how it will look to, on Sunday more than anything else? Like if they play if they play reasonably well and just come up short, you'll still feel okay. But if they get like blown out, you'll be like, oh, they are who we thought they were, so to speak. I guess that's fair. I mean, I'm not a diehard Cowboys fan. I don't think diehard Cowboys fans will be. Like, eh, if, if we just lose a close game, I'll be all right with that. I think they would probably say they'd still be pretty mad. I think any time they lose mm-hmm. to the hated Eagles, they're sure not real thrilled with it. Right, right, no. Uh, the Cowboys <clears throat> coming off of uh, the win over the Rams last week, 43-20. to 20. Um, The uh, 16th before the bye week, they beat the Chargers uh, in L.A., 20-17. Uh, to 17, and, and before that, they had lost to... Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, 42 to 10. Man, they're playing all these California teams. Good God. At San Francisco, at L.A., and then at home against the Rams. And now uh, this week they'll play at Philadelphia. So, you know, after after this week, Jamie, for the rest of the of the year, the Cowboys only have three more road games. They'll have uh, four at home. And, uh, well, it's, it's, I say that. They'll have, they'll have one more than that. They'll have four, four more road games because they'll play at Washington to finish up the year. But, you know, they'll have – They'll have a lot of, um, you know, a lot of home games and a chance to gain momentum. But this is this is really more about playing well in the playoffs than it is 
winning the division because we've seen that. We've seen winning. I mean, you, it's, it helps if you win the division because well, it gives you a, a home game. Well, yeah, but I mean, right right now, I'm just like, how about play good against a team with a pulse? Mm-hmm. You know, a good football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, have we seen that? No. I don't think we have. I mean, we've seen them take advantage of some bad teams, and then we've seen them lose to a bad team, and then we've seen them get punished by a good team that has mm-hmm. all of a sudden become bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they have overconfidence from beating the Cowboys. Well, yeah, but you can understand. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're exactly right because, I mean, they just smoked the Giants and then they beat the Jets and then laid an egg at Arizona and then come back and beat the Patriots and then lose huge to the Forty ers before beating the two L.A. teams and then it's like, okay, <clears throat> what do you got? Uh, we'll have the game for you at uh, two o'clock and then. The kicks at 3:25 on on Sunday afternoon. This is probably one of the feature games. The Kansas City Miami game from Frankfurt is is one of the other feature games. Maybe the feature game in the AFC, but feature game in the NFC is going to be this one with Philly uh, entertaining it's, Dallas. It's a great slate this weekend with those two, and then Cincinnati, maybe the hottest team in the league right now, uh, taking on Buffalo. That's mm-hmm. a it's a, a really good Sunday of NFL action. Yeah. You know, so what? Man, the, you're gonna oh, have an overload, man. Well, I'm traveling. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, that's <laughs> really unfortunate. Uh, no, I'm, what, are we, what are we doing? I don't know. Huh? Well, <laughs> so you got to prepare. Did you let the NFL that? know that you wouldn't be watching, so they know not to, you know, adjust their ratings. Like I know, because it, it would have been a. The, of the, all the Sundays where you've talked about it being watered down, and they right. move the games to Mondays and Thursdays. I mean, and plus the Chiefs are playing early, so technically you could sit there and watch I know, I four could've. straight. I know, I know, I could have. I, I, we've done that before because and like know, good games. I know, I know, but I'm 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 traveling. We're going to go see my mom this weekend. We're gonna we're gonna watch the the Chiefs and the Dolphins game with her, uh, and then we're we're traveling home uh, after that. So I, I'll miss I'll I'll miss uh, a, a lot of deliciousness. You, you driving know. or flying? We're flying. Have we uh, told the Concord to get ready to go? <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to break it out of retirement, but I think we can and, make that happen. And we're flying commercial. Okay, there's no <laughs> there's no Lady Raider charter on this one. Okay? The horror. No, no. Okay. Uh, what about on highest? He might be able to fly you up there and, and get yeah. you down there faster. Yeah, I can't write that check. <laughs> I can't write that. Can't you order, like, the game on the plane? Uh, to watch at your seat. I don't or know. Maybe, maybe. I now know how to do it. I now know how to. I now know how to do it. I just need to make sure I have connectivity. I know. I did I tell you about this? That I, uh, I finally figured out how to watch a games on my phone. Okay. Okay. That's I mean, good. I realize that that's like five, ten years old technology, but I mm-hmm. <clears throat> finally figured out how to do it on my phone and got my passcode and all that kind of stuff figured out. Okay. I was pretty pleased with myself, actually. Okay, good. <laughs> I fi- finally able to kind of get caught up with the rest of the rest of the world on that. The uh, Bills and Bengals game is the Sunday night game. I'll be home for that. Uh, Cincinnati's favored by two. Um, somebody says pay for the in-flight Wi-Fi. Well, I mean, the, it's just the flight from Kansas City to Dallas is real short, and then the one from here to there. So I might be able to. I'm sure that uh, Love Field, they've got TVs there. Feel like, it, be it like, yeah. <laughs> like cowboy fans. Are, I would imagine the Cowboys game would be yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll, I'll be, I'll suffer through. And well, we'll all be. You know, 
you, well, I'll, well, I'll say a little prayer for you, Chuck. You know what I'm anxiously wondering about, because there was no note on my coffee this morning to give me any indication. I think I'll be okay, but my contract's up for renewal on Sunday. So <laughs> we'll see see if the lucky lady stamps me for another year. Don't know. Don't know. Well, you'd have a great story to tell if <laughs> the answer is no to that. I think she'd just leave him on su- on Saturday night well, and have Chuck wake up on Sunday morning. Have you and, wished her you a happy anniversary on Facebook I have not, yet? No, no, I have no, not. You, you, you need to get that on Facebook pretty quick. Her friends need to know. I haven't done Her haven't. friends need to know oh, you're going to get canceled. They don't, they don't care. <clears throat> you're right. They don't. But, but people still put it on there. They still put it on there. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.